This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. District 5 Republican, the great state of Arizona. It's Andy Biggs. Andy, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, Joe. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving. Seven and a half pounds of turkey, I believe, is what I ate on my own. And uh, and I'm still like the tryptophan still has me sleepy. I'll be honest with you. But what what a, what a great day. You know, Joe Biden told us two days ago, Andy, that it was the fourth cheapest Thanksgiving in history. Now, I don't know, I don't know how that happened when Thanksgiving started in 1789 officially. Uh, but but for some reason, Bidenomics made it cheaper. Do you believe that? Uh, I mean, Joe's delusional again. I mean, he got, he got, he got, apparently his jello salad was spiked with something and he uh, <laughs> misunderstood. The, rea- the reality is the inflationary pressures uh, that people noticed, people noticed and felt on, on Thanksgiving Day, they feel it all, all along. A, a study just came out last night from one of the big major news organizations saying the average family's spending more than $1,000 per month. Uh, to deal with inflation, inflationary costs. Yeah, well, it's between sixteen and a half and seventeen and a half percent higher just for your basic needs yeah. than it was before Biden. And you've got real wages down over three percent. He keeps on saying wages are up, and people have some more breathing room. So I don't get it. Let me. We'll, we'll do a little more on the economy if we have time in, in a bit. But I want to get right get right into the Hunter Biden uh, hearings, the Biden um, corruption investigation. Uh, Andy, I'm going to ask you a question that I don't think anybody's asked you before, and I'm not really sure what the answer is. Is the American public being too impatient with you guys now that you're in control? And the reason I ask that is Nancy Pelosi would wake up in the morning and say, yeah, screw it, let's let's impeach Trump again. Um, it, it, is it unfair to compare what you guys are doing to what the Democrats did to Trump? Uh, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. So, th- okay. so, so what you need to th- think about is um, when they got control of the House, they basically went pedal to the metal and went after Donald Trump every which way. Um, and, and we we just have people that don't want to do it. I mean, and and so Nancy Pelosi controlled that conference uh, with an iron fist. And she did it because she controlled all the money and her people would do whatever they wanted her to do. And and we we are not that way. But the bottom line is, though, um, we we have something against us, and that is that the bureaucracy is supporting the Biden family and the Biden regime, yes. and, and they fight us every uh, bit of the way. He, under Donald Trump, outside of the political appointees at the very top, all the bureaucrats were supporting the Democrat position. So right. uh, it was it was in some ways easier because they weren't obfuscating and, and obstru- you know obstructing the path of Nancy Pelosi like we have them doing here. And I understand that. It's a great answer. Um, And the reason that I ask, and I think it's obvious why I'm asking, Nancy Pelosi impeached him twice on nothing. 
literally nothing. The phone call was, as he says, perfect, and he didn't try to try to you know um, um, overturn the election or start a riot on January sixth. In fact, we know from Cash Patel that Donald Trump offered ten to twenty thousand National Guard troops that were turned down by the mayor of D.C., that were turned down by Nancy Pelosi, and they were turned down by the Capitol Police. So they they impeached him twice on nothing, and here we are looking at a treasure trove of evidence against Joe Biden going back to the nineteen seventies for God's sakes, and nothing seems to have happened yet, although as of yesterday, and now talking to you today, I'm buoyed by the fact that it looks like something's going to happen. What is the next step? Is Hunter Biden going to sit down in front of you guys? Yeah, so Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and Rob Walker. Um, Rob Walker is a former Biden uh, family friend and business associate of Hunter. We expect to have them over the next three weeks. Uh, we anticipate getting our documentation out from the over, Oversight Committee pretty hopefully by the end of the year, if not er, very early next year. And then uh, then I think I, I actually heard from some people last night that had been reticent on this. They now begin to understand that the Biden family, Joe Biden, was corrupt. And this was all about bribes. It's that simple. It's about bribes. And um I'm starting to see some movement, and that gives me some cautious optimism that these people are starting to understand just how serious and how broad and deep this scandal really goes with the, with the Biden family, in spite of the fact that the left-wing media, mainstream media, won't ever cover this. Which is stunning because they covered every they, they covered Donald Trump drinking too many Diet Cokes. It didn't make any sense. Uh, but but I again I'm lifted by the fact that it looks like something that it's moving forward. But but having said that, there's so much evidence and so much obvious corruption that that went on. How can anybody on either side like when a Dan Goldman walks out? And I don't think Dan Goldman's a dumb guy. I think he's a very smart guy. He's an attorney. He was one of the attorneys that went after Trump. Um, he's he's a guy who's a billionaire heir to I think the Levi Strauss. Um, fortune. Not a dumb guy. He's very, very well-read, very well-educated, yet he'll walk out, look you in the face, and say, there is no evidence Joe Biden did anything wrong. Andy, what is it going to take for somebody like that who's so dug in to say, man, they kind of do have him? Um, you, you know, they. I, I think that's a, a per, public personification. Uh, you know, I, I've talked to Dan a little bit about this in my opinion, so many of these people are just is partisan. You see, the attack on Donald Trump was nothing more than partisan politics. And um, and so they, they project back and they say, well, that's all this is from the Republicans. And then when you start piecing this out, and Dan Goldman was with me in the hearing. There was only one Democrat, I believe it was Dan, and then myself and Jim Jordan were the only two Republicans that decided on the deposition of, of uh, Devin Archer. And when Devin Archer said, look, the, 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 uh, the, the, the product we were selling was Joe Biden. Joe Biden was the product we were selling. And then when he and, and Devin said, and they called back to Joe from Dubai because uh, Burisma, the oil, Ukrainian oil and gas company, needed some help with, with regulators. Uh, at the next recess, they come back and they they, they, they change the testimony just a tish. They said, well, I don't know that he called Joe Biden, but he called somebody in D.C. Dan knows that. Dan knows that stuff. Um, but he's take, he's a lawyer, so he's taking on, uh, my 
my my guess is a partisan advocacy uh, type of role. Well, well, I get that, but but you you know because you saw this soundbite, you might have been standing right there when he did it. He looked at the cameras and the microphone, and he said, "Devin Archer just testified that they weren't selling access to Joe Biden; they were selling the appearance." of access to Joe Biden. Now, you and I both know that Biden was on the phone or in person 20 times with Hunter Biden and his and his business partners. So how can a Dan Goldman, a smart dude, that you and I will agree he's a smart man, how could he possibly walk out and change a word or two and pretend like that was the truth? It wasn't. Well, so the way that deposition went, when Devin Archer was candid, he said, yeah, we were selling Joe Biden. And I went and I nailed it down. I was I was asking some of those questions and I'm right. saying, he wasn't selling Jim Biden. The only when you say you're selling the Biden family, it wasn't anybody but Joe Biden. And he said, "Yeah, he was. We were selling Joe Biden." And then under on the when the Democrats got their hour to ask questions, that's when they're saying, "Well, you know, uh, you don't know the appearance." Selling. Yeah, it's just like might have been uh, perceived that way. Yeah. And so that's where so that they went in and tried to what we call in, in law rehabilitate their witness. Yes. Um, in other words, uh, change and spin what he said, and that's what they did. And that's why they say it. And it's it's advocacy, and it's uh, it's partisanship. District Five Republican, the great state of Arizona. It's Andy Biggs. Uh, Andy, I heard, I saw a news report this morning that uh, that Hunter Biden said, "Sure, I'll testify, but it's got to be it's got to be in public." W- w- what's the game there? Do you think? Well, he knows that a public hearing is it, when we do it, it will not be orchestrated like the J6. So the J6, it was all one-sided, right? Yes. So they were all after, uh, to get And it was up. like a Hollywood production, right? Exactly. They had a Hollywood producer come in. If we do it, it'll be like a committee hearing. That means you take turns, one R, one D, five minutes yes. for you, five minutes. But so that's what they want to do because they know that, they, that it would just be a fiasco. He does not want to come in to do a deposition the way – as an attorney, we would have people come in and do depositions, and we would ask questions and get to the bottom of stuff very calmly. And the way that's what happened with Devin Archer. That's what happened with many witnesses. Don't forget, they did it to Don Jr. and Ivanka. Yes. Uh, so a private testimony actually says um, uh, we're going to have our lawyers ask questions, and then when Biggs or some other member wants to ask questions on the Republican side, we'll ask those questions. He'll answer them. Then it'll be the Democrats' turn, and then it'll come back to the Republicans' turn. We'll just keep going until everybody's exhausted the questions that they have. That The last thing in the world they want is for people to have time to ask follow-up questions that are right, meaningful right. to the obfuscation that he will give in his first answer. It's uh, U.S. Representative Andy Biggs. He is, of course, biggs.house.gov, um, B-I-G-G-S.house.gov. Uh, Andy, what's the end game here? Because th- there's not innuendo anymore. It's not supposition anymore. There's hard evidence. There's a $200,000 check that they're claiming was a loan from Joe Biden to his brother, but there's no record of the loan happening. There's no record of any interest happening. It's just this $200,000 that was written to Joe Biden. So uh, we've got hard evidence from the 1023, the FD-1023, from a confidential source of the FD. That was trusted for ten years. Um, what's what's the end game? I mean, every, my eight year old daughter came up and said, "Hey, Dad, what's for dinner? And when are they going to get rid of Joe Biden?" So, I mean, it's that obvious. What's the end game? Well, the the reality is, I, I think we're, you know, I mean, this gets back to the first question you asked me is about impatience. I I think we're inching closer, uh, and I think procedurally we're getting closer, and I think we're going to get it done where we actually have a chance to have a. Have an, have a, an opportunity to publicly present all the evidence we have 
Biden will be able to uh, try to rebut that evidence and then we'll have a vote. Um, but we're not procedurally, we're not there yet, but I think we're getting closer. And I think these three depositions are kind of like the climax, the coda, whatever you want to get, the, on, the, the finale yeah. of, of, of evidence gathering. And I, I do know that, uh, you know, I was just talking to uh, Chairman Comer today. Um, uh, we're, we continue to pour through the thousands, the tens of thousands of documents we received from banks. And uh, we keep finding stuff that, that's interesting and um, incriminating. The Biden supporters, their game is to say there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, and they're only going after Hunter Biden because he had a drug problem. And how horrible are they that they won't uh, they won't recognize the sympathy we should have for somebody who was a drug addict? How do you deal with that? Yeah, well, we have we we just I don't worry about it. I, I just okay. simply say I, I I'm sorry uh, whether he was a drug addict or not, and his whether his father loves him or not. I I'm glad that they love each other and have that kind of relationship. Right. They also have apparently had a business uh, arrangement as well, and that was selling access and uh, to Joe Biden. In other words, they were bribing Joe Biden. I mean, you just look at the timeline of the the Burisma deal where where uh, uh, the 1023 comes out and says, says this is what happened. This is when it happened. And uh, Joe Biden goes over there. He changes on his way over there what he's going to do. Um, they they make up a story about it, but they he insists on firing the the Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin, who was investigating Bur- Burisma, and the timeline just backs it up perfectly. And uh, then he then he goes and and makes sure that you. Ukraine does fire uh, Shokin, and Shokin right. had already been investigating. They'd already seized an, uh, uh, bank accounts of Burisma, which is why Burisma was freaking out. $24 million seized in frozen assets in, in, in London. And guess what? Uh, they fire, And that's because Victor Shokin was investigating him, and they fire Victor Shokin. That money is unfreezed. The investigation stops, and Joe Biden and the Biden family benefits and profits. We call that bribery. Although it's slow and steady, it is methodical, and I'm glad that you're getting to this point where we're going to have somebody in seats, and you can ask real questions and, and take this process down the road. This potentially is the most corrupt, uh, well, if, if found guilty and if, and if proven uh, guilty that they did this, it could be the most corrupt story we've ever had by a public official in American history. I mean, that's not exaggerating, is it? No, it's not an exaggeration at all. You know, whether it's Teapot Dome or, or you know, Watergate was, was nothing compared to this. Um, what you have now is you have a guy who systematically sold access and used his position um, to gain riches for 50 years now. 50 wow. years. And, uh, uh, and And the, the, I am stunned that the Democrats actually can stand there with a straight face and defend the guy. Really, yeah. It is a District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona, Andy Biggs. I want to switch gears here to the FISA situation. Uh, we know that uh, that people like General Flynn, who I'm going to have on tomorrow, um, they were unmasked when they shouldn't have been. This is an American who's dealing with somebody who's a foreigner. He was dealing with the Russian counterpart or something. Um, five people in the Obama administration unmasked the fact that it was Michael Flynn who was on the phone. They shouldn't have. Flynn did nothing wrong. The FISA court the Patriot Act, all of these surveillance tactics that were put in place after 9-11, and I think FISA even goes back to Jimmy Carter, to be honest, um, these were in place to protect Americans. These are in place to go after bad actors that are not domestic, that are foreigners, or, or either they're foreigners here or they're actually in some other country doing something bad or something we should investigate. 
For some reason, Americans aren't being protected. And your take, are you taking action specifically? Are you personally, or is the House now taking action to try to fix this so that Americans are protected? Well, I'm leading a task force and I've helped draft and formulate legislation that would uh, hold people accountable when they abuse this power. Did, did I characterize it right, Andy? Is that, is that what this is about? Right. I mean, this has been weaponized. I mean, yeah. so. So they're, they're going after U.S. citizens. I mean, it's, it's an unconstitutional program. So, so what we've done is, is uh, we've got a base bill that we're going to throw some amendments on when it comes to markup, uh, comes to a, a hearing next week in, in judiciary. Those amendments, uh, we're trying to get at this and say, you know, you, uh, you got to have a warrant when you query. They use the term query because it's, it's enigmatic. It sounds uh, British, actually. Right, it's a, it does. It's a search. It's a Fourth Amendment violation that they're searching without a warrant. We want the warrant. And so we're going to push and push to get that warrant requirement in there to protect the due process rights of American citizens. Um, and and they're going to come out. They've already come out with stories. You're seeing this already. We're saying, oh, if you get rid of 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, uh, we're going to be subject to terror attacks and 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 whatnot, uh, you know, which is laughable because this is the same administration that basically has opened up the border to every ne'er do well in the world to come across. Exactly. The reality is they're abusing American citizens' rights, and we have got to stop that. I've got maybe thirty seconds on this, Andy, but it's important. You're in a border state. Uh, you're the Arizona representative for District Five. You had Mayorkas yesterday on Bloomberg or CNBC or something. And he answered a question and almost told the truth. He basically said, because the question was, what do you do with the 12 million? It's supposedly 12 million. I think it's a lot more than 12 million illegal aliens that are here. And his answer was, on day one, Biden asked Congress to, to act on this, and we're waiting for them to do that. You and I both know that, that that request by Biden was to give amnesty to everybody who's here illegally. Is that ever going to happen? No, it better not ever happen. The number's closer to 30 million by most, most credible uh uh, evidence. And so what I would tell you, it, you cannot grant amnesty because uh, granting amnesty is what almost always brings more people. It, it's a it's an enticement to come in. And I'll tell you right now, Tucson sector, over 2000 people a day in the Tucson sector and uh, in the Yuma sector, uh, Donald Trump, the entire last year, below 9000 in wow. and uh, Yuma's hitting probably 9000 what every every they're doing probably every 10 12 days they're doing nine thousand people makes no sense it's andy biggs uh, district five republican great state of arizona andy thanks a million i appreciate you thanks joe appreciate you too take care right. man. we're back after this stay right here this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Joe Pags.
What's going on? Lots to get to. Another big hour coming your way. It's going to be Ted Poe, former U.S. representative. We talk a lot about Ukraine. We talk a lot about what's going on with the Biden family and much more. Do not touch that dial. The Joe Pag Show. Coming right back at you. This is the Joe Pag Show.